0: hey everybody welcome to another episode of this board game life this is episode number 52 titled gen con bound i am one of your fine hosts my name is rob and with me as always i got my good buddy mark hey
1: rob how's it going hope, good good uh, good hope you got some gaming in <laughs> a
0: little bit a teeny tiny a little bit. Is
1: better than none right
0: yeah oh exactly exactly it's just and not enough. Done. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't want to overindulge, do we? Or maybe we do.
1: <laughs> well, we don't want to burn out before next week. We're going to indulge next week.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to be like we'll be in the big halls. And we'd be playing some game, and you're like, "Oh, I want to go to sleep. My feet hurt. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty." But let's play one more, <laughs> one more game. Although, since you're going to be with a crew, you're kind of at the mercy of the crew, and when they decide to leave, though, right?
1: Um, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I can excuse. always get a, I can always get an Uber or a Lyft.
0: Oh, there you go problem so, solved so
1: because i i i got in fact i got to touch i got to touch base with franco because mm-hmm. who i'm staying with out there and just like touch base with him and be like okay are you going every day i don't know if he's going every day so um,
0: oh for some reason i just assumed he was
1: i, I know in him but I, I probably guess not. but mm-hmm. i don't you know that's i don't know if he's taking vacation or not you know yeah i i Yeah, I was kind of assuming, but then I was like, maybe I shouldn't. So I got to give him a call this week and say, hey, what's up? So and I know Bron is coming out there. He's they're getting up early. Well, they're not that far away, but he's getting up. Him and his daughter getting up early Saturday and they're going to meet us. Um, He plans to be there around nine o'clock in the morning.
2: So so I told him we can meet
1: him up at like we'll call. Um, cause that's, they're going to pick up their, their tickets mm-hmm. and we'll call, um, on Saturday morning. So I, I figure we just all meet up there and, mm-hmm.
2: you
1: know, by, by Saturday, it's like you and I will probably be done doing what we want to do and we can just kind of hang with him. So, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I plan to do. I mean, obviously you can do what you want, Rob.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not telling you what you got to do. <laughs> that's right. You're not the boss of me.
1: I'm not the boss of you.
0: Or maybe you are. I don't know. So, it depends uh, on how stern you are. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Depends uh depends on how nice you are to me and if you buy me a nice lunch or something.
0: Oh, I gotta remember I was gonna bring uh Lagrana. La Lagranha. La I gotta make sure to set that aside.
2: Yeah.
0: Remember we talked about that? Oh, and I no. gotta teach it to you, so I gotta relearn the rules. i it's been a while since I played it. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh speaking of that, uh I got a couple things in and I was gonna make mention of something. Um which I don't know if you've run into this yet. So one of the games that I played with was Azul. And I mean I like Azul.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um the the group of folks that I played with, which they're not really gamers, they kind of like appease me. <laughs> a little bit you know it's like hey let's play a game because rob's here and i'm getting the thing it's like well let's play azul the next time let's play azul and do you get that thing where it's like you don't want to play the same old game you want to play something new and (laughs) and your friends are like we don't want to learn anything new and it's like no that's the whole love of the thing
2: (laughs) yeah but. No,
1: so far I, I haven't had that problem, um, especially with the group that I bring to my house. Um, usually I'm like, "Hey, uh, let's play this game," and they're like, "Okay," and I can pick it. And usually I've done something new to to teach them. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, I my next one that we do here would be Zombie Side. Um, and my game groups, it's we just a couple different people will bring stuff. And then at the one place uh Wednesday nights, they've got that game store's got a whole bunch of like games. You can just go over to the shelf and grab them and play.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so if, if we don't have anything that we necessarily like, we can always find something, but we always, there's always plenty of games brought and everyone yeah. always agrees on something. So, mm-hmm. but everyone seems to like learning something new. So.
0: Yeah. Cause that's part of the appeal. Like, especially, I mean, you know, I, I think you've, probably experience a similar type of thing maybe you know on the Xbox side and and maybe even like now with the board game stuff is that there's an appeal to play like new stuff it's i mean it's fun to play old games but it's really fun to have new experiences and yes. to you know explore new mechanics and combinations of things and you know, it um, it gets old to play the same thing. But anyway, so there was that. And then I got a game in of one of my favorite games of all time, Castles of Burgundy. It was awesome. It's not the new version because I still don't have that yet. In really? Fact, I'm starting startin to get worried. Yeah, I need to check to see if uh, what the status is of, of that. Maybe I'll look at that here. Let me do a little quick search in my email because of course I don't pay attention to the shipping notices
2: on Kickstarter. Hmm. But yeah, uh, that's,
1: uh, that's important. <laughs> you got to get that one. That's like one of your faves.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah. And yeah, it was last November that I jumped on it
1: and I've seen like lots of people posting pictures of it. So
0: yeah, I know people
1: have got it in their hand already.
0: Yeah. That's a thing. Like sometimes when you see the, um, when you see the like unboxings and stuff like that, those are like special copies
2: that, oh, okay.
0: you know, they, they were like, uh, you know, there's like you know a couple dozen might have been flown special on an airplane, so they can be sent out to review eh. stuff. <laughs> you know, whereas the common folks need to wait, wait for the month. shipping container, <laughs> the slow boat from China there or you go. wherever, or whatever it is. Yeah. And and speaking of which, we, we need to try to play that one of these days on VGA because I know that it's slow that boat to not, China. Not, No, be no castles of Burgundy.
1: Oh, (laughs) I was like, that's a game.
2: (laughs) No. Oh. Actually, no. Yeah, we will have to try that. Yeah, let's see.
1: You need to teach me your favorite game.
2: Oh, yes. At this rate, maybe I'll get Planet Unknown. Before. Before. Oh, so order stage is preparing for shipping. You
1: can tell them that ain't good enough. I want it to say shipped.
0: Yeah.
1: It's been preparing for shipping for since November.
0: Since November, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that,
2: yeah.
0: yeah my address is right.
2: Doesn't, <laughs> yeah, mean that, sure.
0: doesn't mean it'll get here. So I ordered something on Amazon and uh, I had to get a refund today because it was two weeks late. Thanks UPS.
1: Yeah, I've had my yeah, I've had one that showed up two months later from UPS.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know it's. I bet you at some point I'll probably now that I got my refund probably in like two months I'll get the delivery. But the thing is, it's a car part. So I mean, the problem. So okay, so it was a car part that, that broke, and I needed. A new one, so I ordered on there, and I'm like, okay, I won't drive my car for two days, and I'll get it Prime, and then when it got delayed, 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 I wound up having to go to O'Reilly Auto Parts here, uh-huh. and uh so I picked it up there. Like I can't wait a month for this thing to show up,
2: yeah. and and I got to
0: say, and this is just me, with my mini rant, it's at the point of where, if UPS shipping is free. And there's a FedEx option, I'll pay the extra ten bucks and go FedEx. Yeah. Cause like UPS is like freaking horrible lately, at least like last two years. And the only thing really worse than UPS is the post office. <laughs>
2: oh
1: Which... yeah. Anything's better than post office. Uh, yeah. I'd ship it on a mule if that was an option before the post office.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, we're not here to talk about chipping and That's stuff That's right. Like that, but,
1: we're talking but yeah, about g- games.
0: Yeah, Castles of the, Burgundy. The games and, that
1: you did get in them that yeah, you,
0: yeah. you can play. <laughs> exactly. And the one thing that I'm actually looking forward to, and I don't know how this is going to turn out, but uh, so Castles of Burgundy has like a horrible color choices in some of the tiles for us colorblind people. So, I'm hoping that the special edition is gonna be a little bit better in that because it's like like these tiles they look i mean they they look like light brown, medium brown, medium light brown, and so forth, and it's like uh, I don't know what's what but
1: so it's not just not good for. Color issues,
0: huh? Yeah. I mean,
2: I can usually discern what the stuff is, um, but it requires concentration, you know, to kind of like look at to
0: look at certain things and go, hey, this color is a darker shade, so it's this. This one is a lighter shade of the same color color as they appear to me so it's this other thing so when you're sitting there staring at them trying to figure out what it is it makes it difficult to play the game because now you're you're removing the concentration and the strategizing and you're kind of like struggling to figure out what's what like I had the same problem with Quirkle so you played Quirkle oh, right? Yeah. yeah Quirkle like the blue and the purple to me look really close and we actually put these little um we took a sharpie and put little dots in the corners of i think the purple ones What well, one of them just so i could look at it and if i see the dot i know which one it is uh
1: that yeah well at least it's a good at least you found a a way yeah. around it you know mm-hmm. That's
0: good. But you know, if you if you look at a lot of the games though, you know, when they do have different colors, usually you'll see like different shapes on there. Like there's some kind of significant icon, like there might be diamonds on some, circles and squares. You know, just to help us right. color challenged.
1: <laughs> well Torkle is the colors are, those are shaped, aren't they? Those mm-hmm. are all different shapes.
0: Yeah, but aren't they, um, aren't they oh, different? Oh, they're
1: multiple color. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, you're correct.
0: Yeah, it's like, you know, there's like, what, blue circles and purple circles and yellow circles. And so anyway um i feel like i'm leaving something out but we'll go with just those two for now until i remember what the rest of it is how about you
2: um
1: i got to play star trek panic um this is a fun game you if you're not familiar with it basically you get this you get this cardboard cutout of the starship enterprise and then you you put it together and Mm -hmm. then it goes into this um cardboard base so it kind of stands up and then you put these plastic shields these little plastic see-through bluish colored shields all the way around it and then you set this thing in the middle of the board now the ship actually so
0: so this is the star trek version of castle panic
1: i yeah i think that i think so okay someone else said it was kind of like castle panic so I've never played Castle Panic. I don't know, but they also said there was quite a bit different about this compared to that sure. one. So, but like here, your ship, the ship in the middle, it always stays in the middle, but you can move. And then, like as you move, the things that oh, are yeah. in front of you will move closer to the ship. Um, and you have missions, and it's a cooperative game, so everyone has like five cards, and you you can so you like you start your turn, like you can. Uh, I'm going to jumble it up, but basically some of the things you can do is you can trade a card with any other player. So on your turn, if you know, like you got to say, you got an enemy ship in front of you and you don't have any, uh, uh, shooting cards that are to the front. Maybe you have some to the side, some to the back, also, or if even if you have one in the front, but say you need a front medium and you got a front long or a front short or both, then you can't hit the one that's in the medium range. So you can always trade a card with someone else, but just one person and one only one card. Um, so it allows you to also maybe try to plan on what you're going to do, and maybe you might want to trade with the person that goes next to give them something they might need on their turn if they've got something you could use now. Um, but basically, you got missions that you're trying to accomplish, and there's a time set Uh, the hardest part of this game is after every player moves like the timer kicks down one so like the very first intro was it the intro mission we had four players no I think we had six yeah we had six players and the timer was five so it was like the last player wasn't even going to get the play if we were to complete the mission successfully, like, it's like, wow, like that it's like quick, but you have multiple missions. So like the sixth player would likely be the first one, you know, to go on the the new mission, but, um, cause you do a couple of missions, but yeah, they're, they're timed and it's basically every, so some of them are like, you don't have a lot of time, Mm -hmm. but then the more time you have, the more difficult they are. So, um, but it was a lot of fun we really enjoyed it did that at a game night uh introduced a bunch of people to it everyone had a good time um and then we did um
0: yeah uh, looking, one of the other... look, I was going to say I'm looking at a picture of it yeah it's it's very similar to castle panic yeah, yeah and castle I... panic just has like a castle in the uh-huh. middle versus the enterprise and like the the bad dudes that are trying to get in there they're like chipping away at the walls
1: yeah so yeah. yeah the enemies will so after like your turn after a player's turn then all enemies will move and fire and so like and everything's like a 1 to 1 so if they shoot they do so if you have a shield up they'll hit your shield and they do damage to it um like a second sh- hit to the shield destroys it Then another hit at that spot where there's no shield will do a damage to the hull, and then Mm -hmm. another shot will actually destroy that part of the ship. Oh wow! And you can only take so many hull damage, and then you lose. You can lose by hull damage. You don't lose by not completing a mission, but you won't get the rewards. So if you don't complete a mission in in the time, it basically goes away, and you're on to the second mission, but you don't gain the rewards for completing the mission, which could be. Repair a hull section or repair shields or whatever. Everybody gets to draw another card or something like that. So it's nice to get those done. Um, There are ships that cloak. (laughs) So then you don't know where they're going (laughs) to be. Everybody can rotate the ship. And then everyone's playing a character from the original Star Trek show. So um, like I was, no, not McCoy, I uh, Montgomery Scott. I was the engineer. so he has the ability to like repair shields and stuff like that, where someone else like has an ability to move the ship twice in their turn instead of once. Um, things like that. There's d- d- various different uh, bonuses for each character that you can use on your turn. So, but uh, it's, it's a great co-op game. It's a lot of fun. Everyone really liked it. So I do recommend it, but I think this one's out of print. Um, i did get a copy brand new i can't remember i don't remember if i found that on amazon or not Uh, i think i found it on amazon or it might have been in ebay but i won't go to ebay anymore after um, Mm, someone tried to scam me so but hey out of that i got a free game and i got all my money back so
0: nice (laughs)
1: I got a in the game Pre-game like the other day watch. I saw was on sale for like four bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was terrible. It's a game nobody wants, but yeah. Um, And then one of the girls that was there, she brought quicks. Um, okay. She's just like, yeah. I borrowed this from my friend cause I don't have any games, but I love to play. And I was like, that game's awesome. I love quicks. Oh, well, wow. then She started to pull it out. I was like, yeah, let's just play. And everyone was fine with it. And I looked at her score pads. I was like, what the heck? Like, that's not quicks. I was like, can I see that? And she's like, oh, yeah, this is like a weird version. I was looking at it like the colors are all messed up. So it's like instead of a there's like four rows, like a red, yellow, blue and green rows numbered basically two to twelve or twelve to two. And you work left to right and you're rolling dice. You're trying to get numbers and you're trying to get as many of, of that color in that row. Well, there's a game. There's an add-on to this, and really all it is is score pads with one sheet that basically tells you what changes, and it's called quicks Mix. And there's two different ways. So there's two different score pads in the game. Uh, so outside of the reg- original one, now they've got one that's it's all the like top row is all red and all yellow. You know, you got your four rows of all solid colors, but the numbers are not in order, they're all jumbled up. So instead of, you know, so it could be like a two and you're working left to right. So maybe instead of it being a two, three, four, five, it might be nine, three, 12, seven. So you're having to get them like in that order as you're going across. The other way to play it is the numbers are all in order, but there's, the colors are all mixed up. And man, does it it really like like I'm like oh I know how to play this, but when I played this the first time and it was just like really tasking the brain because it's a completely different way of playing it. Because now you're like, well, I could put a, I can get a blue on the top row instead of you're so used to it being on the bottom, and now you got to look around like okay, well this blue six is over here and this green six is on the other side. Whether you're used to them being above above each other and it's just. It really changes it. <laughs> so, but it was really fun. The the new pads were like seven dollars on Amazon. I order them and I'm like sweet, I got a new way to play quicks, which I really enjoy. So nice. Um, and then uh I did I talked about super mega lucky box. Talked about this before. I played more of that this uh past week. Um, it's basically um bingo. It's like a bingo game that you play four rounds. You On your first round, you're starting out with three cards. You get five cards dealt to you, and you pick three bingo cards to keep. And as you complete a row or you complete a column, there's like a bonus. Um, so you might get another bonus number you can check off on that card or one of your other cards. And basically, you're scoring points. The more cards you clear, the the number of stars, bonus stars you get, or bonus moons, there's, you know, those can help you or hurt you and you go through four rounds and then you score up what you, you know, your total score. So a uh, very simple game. and It's fun. It's a really fun game to play. So, uh,
2: that,
1: but that's, that's it for me this past two weeks. I, I was sick for a week and I missed a game night and so bummed out. I was really hoping to go and I just was like, nope, wasn't feeling good enough. Didn't want to push it. So but I get to go to one tonight, so I'm excited. Nice. I, get a, I get a bonus one this week. You're so welcome. Make up for it. You're welcome. <laughs> but that's what I got to the table.
0: Okay. Nice. All right. So let's get cranking because I know we're a little limited on time, and then uh, we'll make up for that on the next show, which is going to be post Gen Con. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're going to be spent and ready to talk about lots of stuff. <laughs> Actually, I still need to go through I've been waiting to go through that uh GenCon game list. Cuz okay. if you if you go through it too early, then they add all this stuff and then it's like you're going through it again. So I'm like, I'll just wait until like a week before. I still need to get my big list. Actually, I don't remember if we talked on talked about it on the show or not. I know we talked about it, but I usually have the system that I've been doing for like years so I'll come up with my list of games that I'm interested in and then I then I rank them into three different um, or is it four different buckets so there's the ones that I have to get okay. or I, 99% chance I'll get sometimes I look at it like when I'm there and I change my mind or sometimes my mind's changed for me because it's sold out And (laughs) it ain't going to happen. So there's games I have to get. Then there's games that I want to try. Then there's the demo games, which are demo only. And then there's ones that are kind of like, "Eh, if if we have time, it'll be cool to check out. So what I usually do is like the most important list on there, of course, is the one uh, where it's, I got to get it. Got to, got to, got to get it. And I'll actually go through, Find the company on the map or find, yeah, find the publisher on the map, find out their location. Like it'll be like, I don't know, 1604. So it's aisle 16, booth four. And then 521
1: booth 521 is all, that's what you need to put at the top of your list.
0: Yeah. What's that, that one?
1: That's, um, star Trek away missions.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Battle at wolf three, five, nine. Mm-hmm it's by um gale force 9 okay supposedly this thing's supposed to release this year and i'm hoping this will be available to purchase
0: it'll say on the bgg list it'll say if it's demo purchase
1: yeah i'll know, have to look whatever. at that that list
0: so yeah but, but that, yes that's,
1: yeah that's yeah. where we need to go
0: so yeah you're you're on the right track there yeah and then i'll have like okay when I walk in, I'll have, like, which ones are, like, higher priority. <laughs> and then there's ones, like, if it's an FFG game, it's like, yeah, well, I want to get it, but we'll, we'll see if I get it. Because you're going to see, like, there's going to be a couple of the publishers, like FFG, Fantasy Flight Games. Right. Uh, they have these massive, 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 massive lines, and it's like, oh, yeah. no, no, not worth it. Well, I cross my fingers and then I hope that the line dies down. But I don't know if they have anything really big this year. I haven't, uh, I haven't really paid attention to their stuff because I know they released a bunch of stuff. Actually, lately it's all like Star Wars and Marvel stuff that they're doing but um,
1: atomic mass games and fantasy flight games have huge areas.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. in
1: one of the halls.
0: Yep. Or one of the halls, you mean, are you you meaning like the big retail hall or are you talking about,
1: I don't know. I'm looking at hall E.
0: Okay. So that's
1: those two take up half that hall.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's the, the gaming areas. Where, Where are you looking? Is it on the Gen Con? The What's
1: interactive that? map. I'm looking at their ah. interactive map, so okay. It's uh, they got hall. Let's see, hall A, B, C,
2: D, uh, and what else? E. <laughs> is
1: that it? Oh, here's hall F.
0: Interactive convention map.
2: Here it is. And then like Hall H, I, oh my gosh, up to K it looks like it goes.
1: So the one I'm looking for, the the one I do want to see on my list is, I think they're over in J. Yeah, they're in Hall J. <laughs> they're smaller booths, not from the main big ones. I don't know where the retail area is. I. Don't know that's
0: how to tell that. That's the top
1: half. Oh, where are all the, the what the smaller looking booths are?
0: Um if you're looking at the map, it's mm-hmm. like the top half, there's the Hoosier concourse and then the Capitol yes. concourse on the left. So it's above Hoosier and
2: to the right of Capitol. So that's the big exhibition hall. And then if you look at um, the other area. Oh, wait. So has it changed? No, no, this is still. Yeah, it's still the same. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm trying to think here because it's been a while since I've been there. But yeah, so
0: <laughs> yeah, Hall, uh, A, B, C, D. Those are uh, the ones where it's just a bajillion tables.
1: And is, this is is that where they're... So like Magic the Gathering has got a huge section there.
0: Yeah, that's where they have their tournaments and stuff.
1: So that's is this all like gameplay and demo and
0: yeah turned uh well so when you buy your tickets for example like hey I want to check out that Star Trek game and you right. know they have an event at you know 6 p.m. on Friday you know it'll be like I don't know hall D and then you know you buy your tickets and then you show up at the designated area in in hall D so that's a lot of the stuff that's like after the I mean it's well it's during the the main hall hours and after, but the convention is open. The convention room, the the space is open 24 hours. So there's some people that are there like round the clock. They sleep in the hallways
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: and stuff, but uh, the retail space, that's the one up on top, which I was, I was looking at it. I'm trying to figure out. It looks bigger than normal. I know it was smallified a little bit prior uh, after covid but yeah where you, where you see like hall uh f j k i h g that's all the main retail space
1: oh boy that's a lot of retail
0: yeah well i well, i, I good- call it retail, but that's you know that's where a lot of the demos are that's where you're gonna be for like purchasing stuff. And okay. if, yeah. if you if you like zoom in, I actually don't like how they have these numbers on this map. Well, I guess you can click on the number and then see which it is. Like I'm looking at like 629 is Rio Grande Games.
1: Yeah, and just the one right across from that, to just go one down to 521, that's where I need to go. <laughs> yeah, Gale, <laughs> Gale Force, Force 9.
2: Nine. Yep. But. And then, uh, Ooh,
1: 633 yeah. Mantic Entertainment. I got a. I've got a uh, Kickstarter for them. Um, Are you I picking up a Kickstarter
0: the there? Or? No.
1: Okay. No, but I can go. I can go check it out.
2: Hmm?
1: It'll probably be there. They'll probably be demoing it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So usually, what I like to do is on Thursday, like I, I kind of hop around here and find you know that's where I buy the games that I want, and then. Usually Saturday has been my day where, or sometimes Friday, um, that's where we start at like 100 and then walk up and down each of the aisles, you know, checking out stuff, doing demos. And it takes, it takes about a full day. Yeah. It takes about a full day to go through all like, there's like what, 20 some
2: aisles, I think. Oh, 30. 30 aisles that's crazy i'm really excited it's gonna
1: be pretty Mm -hmm. i'm like excited to go for the first time yeah i just don't know what to expect
0: you're gonna expect (laughs) that great time really tired (laughs) well who cares you had fun yeah although the one place i never really cared for too much is the art area so i usually skip that
1: yeah i can skip that too
0: I mean, they got cool stuff there. Don't get me wrong. There's like lots of cool stuff, but it's like artwork, painting. There's like book book signings. Book signing. Yeah. And some of the areas are kind of There's this one place. Our kids are old enough now where I don't think this is going to be an issue. But there's this one place that drove us nuts for a couple of years because it was like buy your mystery box. So you get this, like, big old box. There's, like, different levels in them, and they're, like, 50 bucks. Then you got, like, the $80 box and the $100 box, and you have no idea what's in it. And then the kids would always want it. Oh, let's get a mystery box. Let's get a mystery box. And then it's, like, you wait in line, pay this exorbitant amount for this thing, and you look, and it's, like, oh, a Star Trek case for an iPhone 2.
2: Oh, oh man! Oh,
0: a uh, a Law and Order uh, cu- uh, can koozie,
2: <laughs> wow.
0: a pair of Pokemon socks, <laughs> and it's like, oh. <laughs> Although uh, there's only one thing out of like out of three, four years that we got these things, there's only one thing that survived, and that was a can koozie. That was a Mario pipe. So my son still uses that, but everything else has been disappeared.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, stay note to from self, that place. don't
2: buy
1: don't waste money on those. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And uh, there is a cool thing there that like um so most of the stuff that you have there it's full retail price. So it's MSRP. So right. you expect to expect to pay sixty bucks for a sixty dollar game. And there are are some places like there's usually like a Rio Grande closeout seller. And then uh, cool stuff usually has a bunch of racks of stuff that, um, that they have. So they'll have like this big area and you can actually buy some older games like for cheap, especially like Sunday. So I think yeah. they mark some of the stuff down a little more just to, so they don't have to cart it back to Florida. Yeah. But uh but yeah, yeah, there's uh you know, all the big companies and then there's like the retailers there and stuff. But I, I know I kinda s I kinda hijacked this. I went from one thing to another to another, but yeah, you can see that uh, the retail space is actually pretty large and actually kinda goes a little bit into looks like it goes into Hall app as well, which uh I don't remember it going down that far. I thought it stopped. I thought the convention stopped up higher. And I thought Hall F was part of the gaming, like the general gaming.
1: Well, I know Dice Tower is in Hall F. Okay. So the Dice yeah. Tower team is going to be there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what they do. Just
0: They sell promos. and you can Stuff for of... them,
1: so I guess, for their own brand, yeah.
0: Well, Probably they get... Them. Yeah, it's like, merch. well, they get, yeah, they they can get, like, I know they have a lot of promos and stuff. I mean, I haven't been paying attention to their booth a whole lot, but um, there's, yeah, there's a couple of places. Like, BGG used to have, like, an area where they used to, like, broadcast from. So I'm assuming that's still going to be there. So, like, all the companies go in there and, you know, they have their, like, 10-15 minute window where, you know, they live stream um, you know, the new products and stuff, which is kinda oh. cool. But yeah, like they and uh Dice Tower, I believe that they sell promos for games, you know. So it'll be like, hey, an expansion card for you know, Star Trek Panic. Or it's like, oh look, a Tribble card or something. I don't know. It just,
2: I just kinda made that up. But uh but yeah. So I totally forgot what we were talking about when we when we got on the subject. Um. Oh, let's go
0: back yeah. To the thing. yeah. Uh Let me let me rewind. Let me rewind. Yeah. So I have my list, and then I hit every, hit everything on my specific days, <laughs> and it's going to be a crazy couple of days, that's for sure. And then Sunday, we
2: say we're out of here. Yeah. Go back home. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Sunday. It's like you've
0: you've done it all. It's time to go home.
1: You're You're exhausted. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's bittersweet, though.
1: <laughs>
0: and then you're thinking, it's like, oh.
1: I don't ever want to see another game again.
0: Is it going to? Oh, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to be very, very tired.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you will. Oh. And then, yeah, and then some of the stuff is in the stadium. I don't think that's on this map, is it? Uh, if
1: stadium. you scroll out, the stadium oh, yeah, is, it is, it is north. Yeah. And I think you can zoom in. Yeah. Yep. There's, yeah. There's stuff in there as well.
0: Yeah. And the big games. Oh my goodness! I wasn't even
1: thinking of that. Yeah. There's other buildings to go into.
0: Mm Hmm. And uh, a lot
2: of the hotels have uh, have stuff. And uh, yeah, it is kind of cool to go to the
0: stadium because when you go in there uh you're on the floor on the field oh cool so you know it's it's an indoor stadium and it's you know all shut down nothing else going on there except uh GenCon and uh it's
2: cool that they take it over for gaming the whole freaking stadium but it is a long walk oh yeah so yeah <laughs> Well, it's just across
1: the street.
0: (laughs) Everything's across the street. (laughs) (laughs) And you're walking back and forth across, across, across. But anyway, yeah. So we're going to be doing a lot of talking about Gen Con for sure on next show. So this show, let's talk about our things because I know you got places to be.
1: Ooh. So so you have to go to booth 3030. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's
1: where my dice throne is at Roxley games
2: oh yeah So. oh they're all the way up. at the end yep Game three, dice throne Roxley oh yeah anyway okay I'm done so, looking at the map <laughs> so you you were, uh,
0: you were thinking about something the other day that you mentioned to me.
1: So, yes. So <laughs> my oldest son came home from his first year of college and, um, my whole gaming thing happened while he was gone. <clears throat> so when he came back and he saw everything, he was like, Whoa. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of come a new hobby. And, he saw that i had katan he's like oh you've played that And i said no i haven't i said i got it cuz it's you know seems like one of those games every gamer is supposed to have and he plays it and so he taught it to us but then he was like he come up like uh i think even before we played it no it was afterwards after he taught it to me he's like my friends want to play katan can i can i take it and i was like i had this moment of like uh uh <laughs> uh no. <laughs> I let him do it, but then it was just like, you know, I was like, man, I really don't want him taking my game out of the house. And you know, these kids don't take care of stuff like they don't even take care of their own stuff, let alone someone else's, and they yeah. sure don't take care of my stuff. Mm-hmm. Just look around my house, you can see. Um, I always keep saying my house is gonna be real nice once my kids are gone. Then I'll have then I'll be able to have nice things. <laughs> so and then my daughter was talking the other day about wanting to play. Some of her friends wanted to play Betrayal on House on the Hill. And I was just like, uh, I'm like, look, I said, you you can have them come here and play it. But you're not taking my game out of the house. I said, I, I'm already not really. I said, I'm afraid to look in my Catan box to see what shape it's in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, they have their own. I said, oh, well, then buy, have fun. Go away. See you. <laughs> But it made me wonder, I was like, am I being like a little ridiculous? So my question to you, Rob, is do you let your son, or would you let him, if he hasn't, if he's not into board gaming, maybe, would would you let him or maybe another friend borrow one of your board games and take it out of your house?
0: So that's a very good question. (laughs) And I can tell you that in the past, especially when we've had the like there's a series of games for young kids called Haba games, which are some of them are really freaking cool. But uh, like when he would want to play with his friends, it was like anxiety inducing a little bit. And I don't know why because in my mind, those are his games, not my games and then i have (laughs) my games which are of course my games so just like seeing how they would like just treat the games and kind of throw stuff around yeah that really bugged me um and through time And lots of therapy. No, just kidding about that. Or maybe, maybe I'm not. (laughs) You know, I've come to, you know, I I think differently about games now. I'm not as um, particular about things because, you know, I was very much into, like, sleeving and then organizing everything. And at some point, you just can't. Once your collection gets to be big enough. It's like, you just, you just can't do that with everything. And now I'm at the point of where, I mean, I still like to take care of my games just because they're my property. Like anything that I have, I, you know, I I don't want to bang it around and and tear stuff. But like, I think I mentioned, um, no, I I don't think I mentioned, I know I mentioned when I stepped on my game of Pompeii and I ripped the box. Like, so the box is crushed in a corner and torn you know even though like it's an old game and there's as far as i know there has never been a reprint of it or anything like that it's like you know the game's still playable and i'm fine with it um if it's a really special game to me i would definitely still be kind of particular about it probably like and not want anybody to you know to borrow it <laughs> but if it's a game that I don't care about as much, I'd probably be fine with it. Like he can borrow my game of Catan.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: But okay. So I mean, your son, what about your, your your, son? (laughs) What about your, um, your, when your new version of Castles of Burgundy comes in? Oh, hell no. And Blake says, Hey, I Mm want to take this over to friends and Mm -mm. play it. It's my favorite game.
0: (laughs) Nope. 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 Not without supervision. (laughs) <laughs> I just i'm remember, really curious
1: what others feel about that
0: i just remember uh like when i was over by uh my buddy tom's place used to go on a fairly regular uh, game night over by his place so he was really good about like getting the latest games and he would always learn them uh, He would play them like once or twice and then teach on game night and i remember like one time the the board wasn't sitting quite right. So I lifted it and then I bent it back. Do you you know what I'm talking about? Like sometimes the boards, they they're like too tight and they don't lay flat. So you kind of like flex them ever so slightly in the opposite direction. So now that they rest flat, and I just remember the look of horror on his face while I was, like, bending it back. <laughs> I, I probably fired him. And I'm like, don't worry, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to rip it. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I'm... I'm, you know, I still don't... I, I, I don't want my games to be damaged. That's just like any any of my other property. Like, I don't want my furniture to be damaged or right. electronics, but I'm a lot more relaxed with it than, than you were initially. Yeah. But I mean, this is after like, what, 15 years?
1: And lots of therapy, yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of counseling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, Rob, where do you get this fascination mm-hmm. with your game boxes? <laughs> Tell mm-hmm. me about your mother.
2: <laughs>
0: but, but you know what? In some cases, you can almost treat it like a like a computer thing. Like, if anything on my computer breaks, that's an excuse to upgrade.
2: <laughs>
0: so if your old copy of Catan gets messed up, you can get, like, the fancy new 3D version.
1: Oh, there yeah. You go. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Actually, no, I thanks. That. Too yeah, much money. I would, yeah, I would skip that and get the uh, Castles of Burgundy special edition. But...
1: No, to no, be funny, yeah. is if we go to what? Gen Con, you still don't have your Castles of Burgundy edition. And they have oh, I'm it there and sure I, I will. buy it. <laughs> and then I buy it and go, look what I have, Rob.
0: And I go, let's play, I'll teach you. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah.
2: Would they that
1: wouldn't that aggravate you though to go to like Gen Con, see it there for sale when you kick it and you didn't get it yet?
0: Um, yes and no. I, I know this this has definitely been an issue in the past with um a number of companies where, you know, the fulfillment didn't quite happen, and then the games are either in retail or at Gen Con and people are buying them and playing them. And that stuff happens. Um, I think when my collection of games was a lot smaller, it would have been an issue. But now at, at this point, it's like, I got so much other stuff to play that yeah, yeah it, it doesn't matter. Now, if it was something I was really, 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 really looking forward to, and I'm having problems getting it, like it's taken UPS two months to deliver it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. might be annoying. But that's a, for a whole yeah. different thing. But yeah, it's like I, I I know what you're saying, but like at this point, I there's I don't, I don't even have time to play the games that I have already, and I still keep getting more and more. So I can wait. Like even that's that's even the thing with with Gen Con. I mean, I used to get like like sometimes ten games. Like remember this one year, I was lugging this huge bag. AEG gives out these massive bags. or bigger than Ikea bags. Like, maybe twice as big as an Ikea bag. Jeez. And it's like, I was carting around all these games. It was so heavy. And I'm like, oh, this is just ridiculous. And then, even though I would get them, like, okay, let's say I get 10 games at the show. Uh-huh. You know, you might play three of them four of them at the show I mean sometimes we would play more depends on the group that you're with but you can only play a couple of them and then you bring the rest home and then they sit for a couple weeks because they go on the pile of two two (laughs) to be played games a couple
1: years (laughs)
0: yeah Yeah. two years later it's still in shrink
2: Yeah.
0: I usually don't have that problem because I take my games and I punch them and I organize them That's, that's part of the thing I like to do and I look at everything and you know put everything in little bags and then I put it back on the shelf and it sits there for 2 years <laughs> <laughs> never played yeah not in shrink <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so well so, I think that yeah. that I think he definitely answered my question mm-hmm. so I mean I was curious which I mean I guess it's not really a question it's yeah. going to be up to a person's taste so I don't feel I guess I don't feel like weird since you you were that way to begin with, too, and and are still with some games. So, yeah. So, I think I'll probably be that way with like some stuff, like Monopoly. Yeah, take it. (laughs) I don't care if it comes back, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: there's definitely a cycle that you go through. I think that we all go through when we get into hobby, where in the beginning, everything's new, everything's special. Then, after a while, you start getting your favorites. And like I remember thinking, like uh, there's this one group of folks that would say, you know, if you have games that are similar, keep the one you like the best. And then, you know, like I'll just choose a mechanic like card drafting. Like if you like dominion and that's your favorite one, you don't need like the DC game. You don't need, you know, all the other clones of dominion, just keep Dominion And like, just get rid of all the rest. Save the shelf space. Yeah. But in the beginning, I was like, well, I like Dominion. And I like the DC game. And I like Ascension. And I like, uh it was it, Nightfall is that other one? Um, from AEG. Uh, there's, there's like so many of them. I'm like, I like them all. I want them all. But eventually, you do get your favorites. And...
2: You know, it's like shelf space becomes an issue. Yeah. Just like, you know, you might need to send kids off to
0: college <laughs> to get shelf space. <laughs> go, going off to college, your room is now the board game room. <laughs> yep. All your stuff's in the attic. Exactly. If you wanted games? to keep your room, you
1: shouldn't have left.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the games can't go in the attic because it's too humid up there. They'll work.
1: That's right. but But the kids can go up there. They're already.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. You definitely get your favorites. And then yeah, the, the, the lesser games are like, yeah, yeah, this is a good game, but I don't need it. I don't need to play it again. It's those games can visit other people's houses without, without us. Anyway, um, next thing that I want to talk about is we finally had the announcement of the 2023 SDJ award winners. Let's go through let's go through these a little bit because we talked about these okay. what, like three shows ago, I think. So. Um, for the the main so there's three categories there's a kids kind of then there's the kennerspiel which is like the enthusiasts the meteor games and then there's the regular sdj award which is kind of like the family game of the year so this is like the game that like anybody can like that you know after dinner you can throw it down on the dinner table and play with grandma and whoever else is around so So we had uh, three that were nominated for the regular SDJ, Spiel des Jahres Award. Uh, We had Dorf Das Brettspiel, which I think is the game, or the board game. The board game. Yeah. Then we had Fun Facts and Next Station London and the winner was Dorf Romantique which I
1: should have should have put a drum roll noise in
0: here yeah so that one uh definitely was not a surprise to me i, w- I was cause i i know you played fun facts right did you play next station london
1: i was supposed to have yeah, that okay. done for today and because i got sick for a week yeah uh, I, I i didn't get done so yeah because I, I know it's
0: sitting you sitting here actually got
1: on my desk yeah. it's actually it's it's i'm holding it in mm-hmm. my hand that's how close it so i've been looking at it every day mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i gotta <laughs> get this played <laughs> and it it's probably like, won't be look, done by the next one because we've got gen con so
0: or bring it down to gen con it's i it's could tiny. it's small maybe yeah. i'll
1: bring, i'll throw that in my suitcase yeah i can do that mm-hmm.
0: And you could uh I mean depending on the components, you could even just I think we talked about this last time, just throw zip throw everything in like a freezer ziploc or something like that and uh Then my box won't get damaged. Yeah, exactly. So you don't have the opportunity of me stepping on it. Yeah. And Pompeying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you thought the volcano in near Pompeii was bad, you should see Rob's heel. It's a crusher.
1: I can't even figure out how to open this box. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. It's got like a magnetic
0: yeah. thing on the Ag- side of it. Magnetic flap.
1: Yeah. And I was like, what oh, does it slide out? Is it? Oh, it's mainly just a big old score pad with a few cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think some pencils, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll throw that in a Ziploc and then that'll yeah. protect the box.
0: Yeah. Just get some, uh, we can bring some pens or something. And you know that way we don't need to worry about sharpening and all that good stuff. But anyway, so yeah, Dorf Romantic, uh, won that one, and I think I mentioned I actually picked up the game on Steam, and I played a game of it. It was okay. Yeah. Very much reminded me of Cascadia.
1: Love Cascadia.
0: Yeah. But yeah, this is uh, this does not come as a surprise for me um and it's a game for eight and over
2: yeah
1: you mentioned Cascadia do you realize we are now officially like less I think what less than six months away from the day after Christmas Barnes and Noble 50% off every board game <laughs> sale <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's all I care about. I'm gonna tell everyone for Christmas: send money. I don't want anything else. you, <laughs> you see, get me a real gift, I'm gonna send it back.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna crush your excitement right now. At some point, actually, no, you still might be good. You got a little ways to go yet. At some point,
1: at some point, you'll have bought everything.
0: Yeah, you already got all that stuff. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's still stuff there. There's still stuff there that I will be uh, happy to but, offload.
0: But you also look at the game and you go, is it shelf worthy? Can I spare not, a square? But, <laughs> can you spare a square? <laughs> I can't like square.
1: <laughs> can't spare a square. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, man.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Oh, just, that just reminds me of Seinfeld.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Can
1: you spare a square? <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> can't spare a square. <laughs> So, oh, that is so appropriate here. It yes, really yes, it is. is. I already had to pull out um, one of my, um, I got something new here that's huge. And I had to pull out one of my um, like bins. I bought one of those Calix bins like that to, like put the small stuff baskets. in. I had to pull it out, yeah. set it off to the side to put this game in there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like
0: uh-oh. <laughs> so, oh and I don't think I've ever told you this before, but uh there's actually um a link you can go to where you like input your games and it actually tells you how to arrange them in your calex for Dude, maximum you got to send me that. Storage. Yeah, okay.
1: You've got to send me that. Okay. All right, so on I always,
0: the games always, I was always thinking about to myself like, man, I need to There's like, gotta
1: be a better way.
0: I gotta figure out some way to like measure all these games. Maybe I can pull it off a of BGG or something like that yeah. through like API hooks, and yeah. just like figure out the best way to Tetris
1: uh-huh.
2: my
0: games together. And uh, lo and behold, it's already been done. Somebody was a step ahead of me. But then again, I've been thinking about this for years. I didn't do anything about it. But anyway, so the Kinderspiel. Actually, should we go to Kinderspiel? Yeah, let's go to the kitty one. Uh, I don't think we covered this one. Um, they had three games. There was Mysterium Kids, uh, Carla, Carmel, or Caramel however you want to say that. And then Gigamons, and the winner was Mysterium
2: Kids. And uh, I don't think we really looked into uh, any of
0: the kid ones, but as far as I know, um I don't think there's necessarily English versions of some of these. Like, I don't think Mysterium Kids is in English. I might be wrong. But usually, whatever game wins the the Kinder Spiel, they're usually really good. I mean, some oh, I mean, yeah. they're very simple, but they're like they're fun games, even as adults. Uh oh, they're fun. It says and,
1: there's an international edition. Um, oh, Mysterium Kids. Space Cow. I don't know if that's the distributor. But Asmodee, it says Asmodee is the distribution is Asmodee, but then underneath it says International Edition Space Cow. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that means.
2: Oh, that's the publisher. Yeah, they have Libelude and Space Cow. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Space
0: Cow likely has the internationalized, meaning English version or... Or the game just doesn't have
2: you know a lot of writing on it. So um, so it's just like symbols and stuff. but anyway
0: uh, so that's that. and then the the Kenner spiel, which is like the enthusiasts game. we had challengers, Aiki, Aiki however you say that, and then planet unknown. And this one actually surprised me um, because Challengers won, and I know I know you got that one right.
1: I do. I haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah. And uh, I really thought Planet Unknown would get it because unless I'm totally wrong, Challengers to me seems like
2: like a fancier version of. Oh, that AEG game with like the
0: Martians, the pirates, the dinosaurs. Smash I Up? Wanting, smash Up. I kept wanting to say Space Base.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's no, no. yeah, it's
0: Smash Up. It's nothing
1: like, like Space. It's nothing like Smash Up.
0: It's It seemed like it was the same thing where you're like
2: battling
1: yeah,
0: with cards.
2: It's...
1: Yeah. Okay, so I haven't played it. But looking at what when I opened the box and went through it, it doesn't it did not remind me of Smash Up at all, because I have Smash Up. It, it didn't look like nothing like that. There's separate boards. In fact, you can play up to eight people and it's like there's like four boards. So and it's two people playing to a board. So it's it's a um, tournament game. So. You'd have an e- you have to have an even number of people and only two people are playing against each other at a time. And I think it's like a capture the flag. So you're trying to basically capture the flag and then whoever does, I think whoever does on their boards, you move up and challenge the winners of the others. Mm-hmm. So it's something like that is what it is
0: oh here i'm looking at the sdj site so the jury statement for this was challengers offers a new fresh concept that turns games that turns game nights into an exciting and action-packed event all the way through to the final duel between the two best players large groups in particular will enjoy The charged tournament atmosphere created as players continuously take on new foes and personal rivalries grow. The variety of possible combinations makes this
2: challenge a real pleasure with a high level of replayability. So that's the reason why they chose that. And then... Your Dorf Romantic
0: takes the pressures out of everyday life. This cooperative feel-good game presents new and exciting goals each time you play, but there's no danger of losing. Easily solved objectives are slowly replaced by trickier ones, but nothing takes you out of your comfort zone. Working as a group to solve a puzzle means that everyone gets a chance to come up with the best idea. The campaign encourages you to play another game, and you can find new players in the time it takes to explain the rules. Okay. So, it's interesting. It, I've yeah. never read the, descript- <laughs> the jury statements before, <laughs> and <it's, laughs> it, it gives you a little bit of insight onto why they chose the games because it's not always just like oh this is the coolest game you know there's they're trying to meet criteria for what represents the board you know the the category but anyway okay so yeah that's it we had uh Dorf Romantik. we had challengers and then um what the Mysterium kids Oh, there it goes. Yeah, my page was not refreshing. Mysterium Kids for the Kinderspiel. So, um, and what's interesting, too, is, like, whichever game wins these awards, actually, usually all, even the nominees benefit from it, but, um, you know, there's guaranteed to be an English version if there isn't, and these games sell like crazy. So, that's why, um, that's why it's good to win this award. And I bet you Challenger is going to be tough to find.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I bought
1: it or I bought it ahead of time.
0: <laughs> and we couldn't find planet unknown. <laughs> so that one was, uh, that one was uh one that we had to wait on and back.
1: Yeah. But we'll get it. Yeah. We'll get it eventually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that, yeah, that's it for the, SDJ Awards. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about, real quick, or should we call it right here since I know you got places to be?
1: Yeah, I gotta get, but um, real quick, I will say what I did get new to the shelf. Um, I did get Memoir 44, which I'm looking forward to playing that one, and I did buy um, the Air Campaign expansion to go with it. Um, it was one of those that looked interesting, and then I realized that it was um days of wonder and it was like mm-hmm. bye now yeah <laughs> it's just, it was like an instant buy because it's the buy i that that company um, i so far really like in their games <laughs>
2: oh yeah
1: mm-hmm. um i did get um i like space base and i picked up an expansion and it was like expansion number two so i couldn't find expansion one so i, won, went, to local, one? Yeah, I went to my local yeah and i went to my local game store here um nearby and i was like can you get this because i can't find it and they got it for me so um that came in the other day and then i told you i did pick up a quick wait mix. which
0: one which did you get the, the second Pluto.
1: one. i got i already had the second one.
0: Oh, okay so you got the first one too okay i
1: did get the first one as well finally so but uh my big excitement was deep rock galactic yes um i, oh, I totally forgot yeah. I cannot wait to play this. Um, yeah, it's a and it's shame also, that that thing's so big. It's huge. Yeah. Um, but it's one, two. Now it's like, oh, I, I got to start painting because I've got zombie side. Oh, I've got geez. a crap ton of Marvel United. Um, the um, Deep Rock Galactic. There's so many miniatures. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I got some paints. It's real basic. They're going to look like garbage, but it, it will, I think they'll look better than just being plain gray,
2: Yeah.
1: you know? Um. So that's another thing I need to start doing is to set some timer down or set some time down to just start painting and yeah. see how it goes.
2: Yeah. That can I be might hold intense. off and do
1: deep rock later when I get some time. Yeah.
0: I'll, don't. I'll test.
1: I'll start out on Marvel United. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was going to say, yeah, don't, don't have that be your first one. Yeah. There's a lot of technique and yeah, and like washing and stuff that people do to make him look really nice.
1: So, but uh, other than that, uh, Mm -hmm. that's it, that's all I got. So,
0: and I briefly got super excited because I got a shipping notice, and I was like, holy smokes, is that the uh, uh, Castles Burgundy? No, it wasn't. It was Sagrada Artisans from Kickstarter. Oh. that That's Sagrada is a cool game, but I got that one. So that's going to be coming sometime soon. Cool. And maybe, uh, maybe this year I'll get uh, Castles of Burgundy, but we'll see. Anyway. All right, man so thanks for listening everybody this is episode 52 episode 53 we will be talking about gen con and all the fun that we had there and hopefully there won't be any drama we get there safe and sound get home safe and sound and yep have lots of fun it'll it'll great to be actually yeah i don't think uh it's gonna be like the first time all of us will be in the same place Right, for with, you, with brun and crew. myself, yeah it, A- and, and since Franco.
1: since since Navy pier, but yeah, first time for all of us including Franco, yeah, uh, yeah. I think every time I've seen Franco, it was just him and I, and mm-hmm. then uh you and Brun and I did see each other briefly um in Chicago years and years ago,
0: and I you I mean, saw brun. brun recently, yeah, about maybe two months ago,
1: yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to and to seeing Jay again and mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be fun.
0: Yeah. And I guess just to kind of explain a little bit. So yeah, Mark Brun and I did a podcast called this Xbox life for many, many years. So, um, you know, that's how we got together. And then Franco was a listener that went off with Kyle, which is the fourth of the three and then they were doing achievement hounds so we're all like yeah. podcasters and stuff and uh well you and i a while. Yeah. met
1: in high school so mm-hmm. we're real world friends like oh yeah we've known each other forever but yeah. yes you and i met bron through the podcast and we're now we're now real world friends but we just live far away so we don't you know we yeah. have met and stuff, but you and I, yeah, yeah we've, we've been friends for I'll
0: go way back.
1: Do you realize it's been over 30 years?
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, I do.
1: We don't want to talk about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. We just, you just dated us. Thanks.
1: Sorry. <laughs> we've been friends for three years.
0: <laughs> at so. a time, three years at a time. So but Yeah. It's
1: going to be a big get together for us. And, uh, yeah. I know Brian and his daughter, myself and my daughter, are staying at Franco's house, mm-hmm. and then you and Jay are staying, I think, in a hotel.
2: Yeah,
0: not
1: right downtown.
0: Oh no! <laughs> uh, I, I'd rather spend that money on games. Yeah, no. Although, kidding. although one year it would be nice, but it's just it's just so ridiculous. Like four hundred bucks a night for a room. Yeah,
1: and that's cheap if you can get four hundred a night. When I was mm-hmm. looking, they were already five and six hundred dollars.
0: Okay, I uh, I was looking I take back, that back like
1: a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's talk about price gouging.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and the funny thing is, like, so there's like a a circle that like runs around the um, Indianapolis, like a highway, like a ring, mm-hmm. and almost it doesn't matter where you stay. Like we were up uh, by Carmel, Indiana, which is not, might be like 15, 20 minutes north. So we were up there. You know, we're in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> we see people walking around with the Gen Con badges. It's like people are literally everywhere, yeah. not just downtown, but by the airport, like surrounding cities. It's just like Gen Con, it takes over the whole area, the whole metropolitan area like at least the hotels and stuff. And um, it's going to be exciting. Anyway, we keep blabbing. All right. So I'm Rob. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all post Gen Con on episode 53.
1: Mark, will catch you at the table. Bye.